Hey everyone, and welcome to another hashtag Please Just Start show with Scott Greenhut. We are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside Perimeter Roof Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Today I'm going to talk a little about my mental health journey, but first I would be remiss if I did not give a little background on myself for all my new listeners. So welcome. My name is Scott Greenhut and I am an aspiring or I guess I should say I've started slowly but surely my um, my journey as an inspirational speaker. Before the pandemic, I had got, I was very fortunate with through my old high school, Brookwood High School in Snellville. They've given me a few opportunities and I'm very thankful for those to get in front of people and share a little bit uh, share a little bit about my story and um I just want to continue getting better at my craft one day at a time, just like anything else. Um, I'm also the last person living in my immediate family. Uh, My mom passed away from cancer when I was 12 years old. My dad passed away after his uh, being on dialysis for seven years. And my sister passed away uh, uh, almost actually... Well, my sister passed away in February 2019 after an eight-year battle with ocular melanoma. She felt something in her eye. I know it's a very rare cancer. Um, There's a chance most of you have not really heard about it, but it's a rare cancer. She felt something in her eye, and we should always go get our eyes checked, no matter if you need glasses or not. And she just felt something in her eye, and they said, "Uh uh-oh, and she said, what? And unfortunately, within the next week, she had to decide if she was going to get her right eye removed or not, and she got it removed. And she lasted because it's such a rare cancer, uh, unfortunately, like the, uh, the amount of time that if you have a 70% chance of the cancer coming back, uh, it comes onto the liver. I'm not a scientist, so please don't ask me anything about that, but that's kind of, um, the gist of that. And, um, she passed away February 1st of 19, as I said, and, um, I was 33 years old. And unfortunately with that, I became the last person in my family. And I just want to share my story every day that I'm able to, to share about my mom, dad, and sister as they will unfortunately never be here anymore to do that. And I can share in their memory. And, um, I came up with a hashtag as the name of my, um, the name of my podcast says hashtag, please just start, uh, we all live life with no with with regrets unfortunately and my goal with sharing my story is to continue to share it and inspire others to live life with no regrets not be like me and waiting for to see my dad on his deathbed and seeing my future because I was doing as he said scat you're doing exactly what I was doing at 30 and you're going to be just like me he was 62 when he passed away but he goes scat you're going to be just like me when are you going to lose weight Scat. He sat in his green chair and he goes, Scat, when are you going to lose weight, my boy? When are you going to lose weight? And I didn't until I walked in four months and a day after I walked in and saw his lifeless body laying there. And I and I worked on it each day and have never looked back. So I want everyone to hashtag please just start. And my quote is, don't wait for something negative to happen in your life for you to make the positive change you always think about. So that's a little bit of my story, and unfortunately, I have to stick to it. (laughs) 
So uh, today I'd like to talk a little bit about mental health um, and my journey. So mental health is just as important as your physical health. Just because someone else may not see it on the outside uh, as clear as something that physically happens to you or with you, it does not mean it's not there and it should be cared for in the same manner. As long as I'm here and have any type of platform, meaning that I'm breathing, then I will always be an advocate uh, for mental health. Uh, that could be seeing a therapist or taking medication. I, uh, I had talked to some people that I would see a therapist uh, once my sister passed away. So a small story here. So I, um, what's crazy is... I did say that that I would see a therapist, you know, once my sister passed away because I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I knew it was impending. And uh, anyone who knew me knew that it was impending. But if you didn't know, then you you might not have known. But um, so I finally decided late January, very, very late January, the last week of January, that I would just reach out to a therapist. And I was just like, I don't know when she's going to pass away, but it's just time to go ahead and get a therapist lined up for here in the near future. And then sure enough, I reached out on a Wednesday. Uh, I think it was a Wednesday. And then Thursday, uh, the therapist responds to me and we decide 10 days later that we were going to start. And I found out that Friday morning, actually that Thursday night that my sister's impending death was going to pretty much be sometime that weekend. I wake up and then it actually happened at around between 10 and 11 a.m. on that Friday. So you can plan some, so moral of the story, you can plan all day for anything in life, but everything's going to work out the way that it's supposed to be and the way it's going to, no matter, no matter how you slice it or dice it. Probably shouldn't have said that, but anyway, um, so I, I, now I was seeing a therapist, uh, once a week at the time and actually right before the pandemic, I had talked to him and for most of the things in my life, he thought I was good enough to see him once every other week. And I got really excited about that. And I talked about that, uh, on social media that I was excited that I thought I was doing that he, that he thought. I was doing good enough and agree with me that I didn't need to, you know, go weekly anymore. I could go like every other week. And then I got a little better and um, I was excited that we were doing it once a month. And there's still, you know, things lingering here and there. But overall, for for I guess close to a year now, over a year with the pandemic and everything that I was doing it uh, what, uh, once a month. But um, I will be honest here. Um, about six months ago, so right now it's mid to late July of 2021, I um, had, it was the first time that I actually had some very serious suicidal thoughts. It was late January of 2021, and um, I thought about how I might do something to myself, but I really, really never want to feel that again. And I had been on medicine, but I cold turkey stopped uh, my uh, depression medicine. I had, originally I had been on depression and anxiety medicine, and then we kind of switched medicines numerous times because it's not going to just because you get on something the first day doesn't mean it's going to continue working and working and working. You have to maneuver it a little bit. But then um, I cold around the holidays or maybe a little before the holidays uh last year of 2020 i had gotten off my medicine and uh i will be an advocate and tell you do not do that 
never cold turkey, get off any type of medicine that uh, doctors prescribe to you or nurse practitioners. Because I have a psychiatric nurse practitioner that I talk to, and uh, I talk to her once every other week, and we talk about my medicines and now and. Long story short, I'm doing much better, but I, I, like I said, I never wanted to be close to thinking suicide. Oh, I was thinking suicidal thoughts, but thinking close to what I was going to do to end my life. Definitely with everything I've gone through with being the last person in my family for the rest of my life, I want to be here to share my story and my family's story. Cause like I said, no one else can do that for me, but, um, you know, you have to ask for help. We cannot get through everything in life just by ourselves. We can get the help we need and then get on our way. But just to think we can do it, maybe without the boost of uh, anxiety and depression medicine, we can't. I take uh, pills every day for depression and anxiety. And I still sometimes go around uh, the the gated community. I put quote, I know you can't all see me, but I put quotes around that because you can walk around one side of my gate. So I wouldn't even really call it a gated community. But anyway, uh, you walk, I sometimes go back around and make sure my garage is closed because I have OCD with my anxiety. And like I said, people will be like, you talk about this stuff. And I'm like, if I'm not going to talk about it, you know, there's a reason I'm going through it and it's to share and try to help others that, you know, we're not alone in anything that we go through. If we go through it, then that means it easily, unfortunately, sometimes that it's easy for someone else to go through it. But a lot of people are silent. And I always say, I'm nothing special. I'm just willing to share my story and be wide the hell open. <laughs> so, um, I uh, am now doing much better. You know, six months later, I am reflecting back on where I was late January, and I take my uh, medicines. I take two in the morning, uh, depression and anxiety in the morning, mid to late morning. Take another anxiety uh, pill in the afternoon, and one before I go to bed. And you know, it's it's kind of stinks that I have to do that, but it it definitely beats uh, the opposite end of that. And I know what that was in late January. And hopefully someone listening to this can be like, if Scott can do that with being the last person in his family and they get on that, then I feel like I'm doing my job of sharing my story day in and day out. And um, Another thing I talk, like to talk about with being on uh, medicine, depression, anxiety, all different types of medicine is it's twofold or maybe even more, but two things come to mind. One, you're letting the medicine work, which goes in your body, and I'm very glad that it, you know, it can work, but it doesn't work if you don't take it. So mentally, the fact that you decide, now I don't say surrender, but if you're like, okay, I know this is going to be positive for me. And I'm not the only one who's on medicine. Hopefully there's other people like me out there who are just wide open and can talk about it because we, like I said, we know we're not the only ones on it. Then hopefully uh, that would be a reason, you know, you take it, but then you decide to take it every day because you could take it for a day or two and be like, oh, I'm on medicine. I'm doing well. Well, if you don't continue to take it and try to get better each and every day, then it's not going to do its job. So that you decide to stay on it, get on it and stay on it every day, then, then it's also doing its job by you doing your job to make sure that everything's good. So I just wanted to share that about that. And, um, you know, I, I talk about my, uh, 
you know, my hashtag, please just start. I don't want anyone to live life with regrets. It's going to be part of my story every day on here because, first of all, that's the title of the show. And it, it's not necessary. It's not about weight. It could be about that new car you want to drive. It could be about it could be about absolutely anything in life. Better grades if you're still in school. You know, something I talk about sometimes, but not always. It took me 10 and a half years to get through my undergrad degree. Uh, I've had people say to me, oh, you're usually called a doctor if you're in school for 10 and a half years. But uh, I have a four year degree to my name that no one can take from me. And I have people tell me all that, you know, people like to tell me what they think a lot. And I, you know, I, I use that in speaking, but, you know, I don't really care what people have to say because it's me who has to wake up every day, speaking of that, and decide to get better in whatever you're doing, not the scat, what are you going to get, you know, do better? this or that, like my late dad did almost every day with my weight. I wish more than anything that I could have lost that weight. And he see, he see me thrive in that department, but unfortunately that will never happen. And so I just want to, again, share my story, but inspire others with what I've been through and what I continue to go through with that regret every day that, uh, I don't want you to wait until something negative happens in your life. Like my quote that I said earlier, I will say it again in a little slower. Don't wait for something negative to happen in your life for you to make the positive change you always think about. You know how people will go to funerals, not to make this so morbid, but you know how people go to funerals and they're like, life is short. I don't want you to, I should uh, go jump out of an airplane today. I'm not saying anyone needs to do that. I can't do that with my heart condition, but just that sentiment that it it takes something so bad and negative to go do something. Don't wait for anything negative. I'm not necessarily talking about a parent or sibling to die. That's my story. But it could be anything in this world. Don't wait till it's too late and then you regret why you didn't start something. Because honestly, you could think life is going to go on forever. It's not. And so what I go through or what I've gone through already unfortunately if you're here long enough it'll happen to everyone so I just want you to cherish your family and the time you have and live your life with no regrets and so I want to take it over to my boy Ryan over here and see if he has anything awesome to add I'll say I got it my boy I gotta get it right give me it my boy my boy okay I I can't resist it when Scott and I email and text now I Uh say it every time my boy. Okay, I'm working. No, man, you know, I just want to say, Scott, not only are you uh, a great host, and I've already seen how many people are, are watching the show. It, you're only in show two. This mental health subject, and I have people very close in family and in my circles, is just one that most people kind of hide behind. And there are many people, I would bet, who have had very – or possible similar things, they're not willing to talk about it. So what you're doing, in my humble opinion, is saying, look, I'm being as transparent as I can be. I was in a bad place. You, you, there are, thank God, there are medicines to help us with the, all these things. I mean, I take certain things for me for things I have, but to quit any of them cold turkey um, that is not recommended for no, anybody. Absolutely Th- that's not. why you go to medical school. Well, I'm mm-hmm. not a, I hope to be a doctor that's one right. day. Once I, I can't help people, I can motivate them when I finish, but no, it's just, I want to say what you're sharing. There's people listening that goes, anybody else come through this? And you're answering. Yes. Yes. 
Absolutely. And your please just start applies to everything. Any and everything. everything. I, again, I can't stress it enough that I don't want the, the regret that I have every day waking up that I'm fortunate enough to wake up and that my dad can't see what he begged me to do that I was for some reason only able to do it once he passed away. And his friend came over one time and helped me with some stuff around the house. And he said, yes, Scott, your dad and I, he said, Gordon and I said that agreed that you were never going to lose weight until he died. And that just, that just killed my soul. And I was just like, seriously, y'all said, he, he said that. And so I'd already been on my journey at that time, but that really kind of got me going. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. That he really, he knew I could do it, but it took, it took him passing away. It literally, when I got to his hospice room, I, I knew he had already passed away. So I walk in and, and I was like, eh, and they're like, no, it just happened. And, and so I knew when I walked in his room, I'd see his lifeless body laying there. And I know I've said this before and I've, I've I'll say it forever. It was the most peaceful I've ever seen him. He, he loved his job, but he never took care of himself. And so it doesn't matter what your title is in life, whatever. If you don't, if you don't have your health, then you really don't have anything. We can only control what we can control. Yep. And I see that from a 62-year-old Gordon who just loved what he did all day, every day. But and that's unfortunately really all he was. A great dad. I I appreciated him at the end and our closure we had, but day to day, great dad. I'll be very honest, you know, just cause he's passed away. I don't want to say something that's not true. A perfect dad. No, but, uh, but I, we had closure the best we could have that he got me to a point where I knew I could do what I, what I've done and continue to hopefully do and hopefully inspire others. And I have him to thank for a lot of that. So in closing, I really just want you to, not wait. Well, let me, let me do my quote correctly. Actually, mm -hmm. don't wait for something negative to happen in your life for you to make the positive change you always think about. So in closing of ha my hashtag, please just start show. Um, I would like to thank you for tuning in for another hashtag. Please just start Please just start show on the end results radio network inside the perimeter roofing studio from the country and in suites by Radisson in beautiful stone mountain, Georgia. And uh, I'd like you to please stay tuned for upcoming shows or listen to past shows by visiting www.inresults.com with a Z and, uh, listen to other shows on the network uh, 24 seven or anywhere you get your podcast. And uh, until next time, this is Scott Greenhut signing off from another hashtag. Please just start show. And my hope is you'll live your life with no regrets and go after that thing. You constantly think about and hashtag please just start.